All right. Hello, hello. You are listening to the Grit and Grace, the podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram, and we are super stoked that you guys are here hanging out with us. This is our fourth episode. So we actually record four episodes in one session together because we're busy moms and life gets away from us. And if we don't record them in one session, it's like never going to happen again. <laughs> no, it'll be like a leap year kind never of Never going to happen again. So I'm Kate Brockmeyer. I'm Katrina Summer. And the best part about this is that we are uh, wearing masks. We've worn masks the whole time, we you have. guys. We have. I uh, I have. I struggled with the masks in the beginning, and I have really jumped on board. And I used to make a joke that if anyone that I you know close to me was going to get COVID, it was going to be me because I bite my fingernails. I do it in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. I am the worst. I am the worst. But I have come full circle on the wearing of the masks, you know. Mm-hmm. And um and and I appreciate it. You know, I think there's a lot of value to it, and. I was reading an article the other day about flu season, and it said that flu season is already drastically decreased because we're all wearing masks, mm, which I thought was super magical. Yeah, that you is know? really cool. Hopefully it doesn't, like, transform into something... Permanent <laughs> forever? I know, girl. I know. I know. My mom's like, people in other countries have been wearing masks for years. I'm like, yes, mom, I know, but seriously, mm-hmm. Lord. So, <laughs> so we are up to the week of Thanksgiving. Uh, which is an amazing, incredible week. My kids are home all week. I know that already. Um, and, uh, and I'm kind of looking forward for the, the rest of that time. You know, I always look forward to Thanksgiving break just to chill out. And there's not the hustle and bustle of Christmas yet. So we can just kind of uh, mm-hmm. have a little breather. Now, before. are you going to make the turkey? I don't. You know, my yeah. mom still takes that over. Oh, nice. Although I don't know what's happening this yeah, year. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's. Um, I've done it the last couple of years and I'm not very good at it. Like to the yeah. point, like, so last year, um, like, you know, we got around the table and my son's like, it's not cooked all the way. I'm like, no, honey, it's just not black. Like last year. <laughs> Mommy stayed sober the whole time today. And I focused on what I was doing. No, because the year before I started with mimosas because we had family, we had like a Thanksgiving brunch with my family. Yes. And I just, the day got away from me, and our turkey was black as can be. <laughs> and so he's like, it's not cooked all the way. I'm like, this is what a turkey's supposed to look like, child. <laughs> so I don't know what we're going to get this year. I may just see if someone else, like, you know, just order it. Right? I don't even know. Do they do curbside turkeys? I feel like they do. I okay. feel like that's a thing. And I think you can even get them cooked and stuff. I think Deerbergs will cook them up for you. I think there's catering companies doing it, too. Oh, that's, that's going to have to be my world. I know. I think so, too. And we were talking, too, about the space of Friendsgiving, you know? If you're not hanging out with family and your elderly family members over the holiday season, can we do Friendsgivings mm, instead of like doing that. family, you know, yeah. chosen family? Well, especially like it. if you're in that same circle. Like I feel like yes, right now within the have bubble. to have a bubble of exposure Yes, and it's kind of like you can really nourish it and I like that. Yeah. Yeah. My bubble has been my savings grace. Mm-hmm. You know, in, um, in May, some girlfriends and I at church started the COVID support group. Mm-hmm. and uh, we'd get together every Tuesday night all summer long. It was awesome, and then the school year started, and we knocked down to the third Tuesday of the month mm-hmm. because uh, every week was just really intense, and I was like, I can't with all my other commitments and yeah. school volunteering. You know, not only do we have children and run businesses and live our best life, but we also volunteer at our kids' school and our church. Oh, my <laughs> so, goodness, yeah. You know, it's that. insanity. So one of the things that we wanted to throw down today was about being thankful, right, in the air of Thanksgiving, but not the normal surface thankfulness that 
I think we all normally get mm-hmm. over Thanksgiving. You know, it's like, oh, what are you thankful for? Oh, I'm thankful for my hardworking car. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm thankful for my bank account. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? like, yeah. What do you ask people around the table at Thanksgiving? What are you thankful for? I feel like often you get these really surface, uh, thankful things that they're thankful for. And one of the things that we chatted about earlier was about being thankful for the word of God and how powerful that tool is. And even though, you know, the Bible is a translation and of translation of translations, I'm always amazed every day about how relatable Oh, it so is. Yeah. It, it just it, mind blows me. It really is. Um, it, it, it always has a way of just tying in exactly where you are. And I think that's what it, it's meant to nourish us in every season that we're in. Um, that's what it's there for. But it'll take you to some deep places. Yes. Like, I mean, so often, like, you, like we just kind of want to wallow in the shallow end. And like, I think that's kind of like what you're saying, like, you know, the, the surface level, like, gratitude, ex- like, or expressions of gratitude. But, like, how much of our lives do we just spend in the shallow end where we're like, oh, I love your shirt. <laughs> right. Or such cute shoes. Instead of, like, saying, I love your soul. Yes. I love, I love your honesty. I love something about you that's deeper than just this superficial um, facade on the outside. Because, yeah. I mean, it just we're going to starve ourselves if we don't nourish what's on the inside. And nourish of the soul as well. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so much... That goes into the soul being made of energy. I remember being oh. obsessed with quantum physics as a kid. What? And quantum yeah, physics is all about, <laughs> oh, I'm such a geek for stuff like that. I love it. It's all about energy and how our souls are energy and how, you know, when we pass away, it's energy and how that energy transitions. And, you know, if you've ever seen someone pass away, you can physically see mm-hmm. the energy leave their body. Yeah. You know, if you've ever seen someone recently... My dad passed away and we were all there that night and the soul leaves the body. That yeah. person is no longer inside the body when they pass. And that in it, itself for me is such a, an overwhelming, powerful um, experience, mm-hmm. you know. And when I really look at the Bible, I wasn't raised on the Bible. I was pretty much raised that the Bible is a book of stories mm-hmm. and that uh, these stories were used to create people to fall in line in the way that the government wanted them to do. And and in a lot of ways, I can see exactly how that plays into space. But I do find it so impactful that the the verses that I find such comfort in, my great-grandmother, my great-great-great-great-grandmother, my great-great-great-great-great-grandmother, you know, all the way up the line, we're able to find the same source of strength Mm -hmm. from the Word of God. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's just... It's, that's what our souls need to really to flourish. Like we're just, we're not, like, I mean, what is it said? Like the man's not made to live on um, bread alone, but the word of God, something along those lines. And like, that's, that, that's where we, that's what we need to really have life in us. Yes. Um, but like those deep places are scary sometimes. And to just to allow ourselves to be there and then find something to be thankful for in there. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just, it, it can be scary just to be vulnerable enough to go to those places. Um, I remember one time, um, so when my twins were little, uh, so I had, we had four and four years really. And I got two, two and a half hour windows of sleep in a 24 hour cycle. <laughs> And that, that, that did some damage, um, but uh, I, I will say, like, I was just so tired. Like, it was this space that, like, this depth of exhaustion that I'd never felt before. Yeah. And um, 
I remember like waking up like the, the the twins started to wake up and I was like god I can't this is too deep it's just like I need to hold on to something to be grateful for like you gotta throw me a bone right now I, I can't do this and um in that moment like it, like I, I was able to just think of something hold on to that and it just gave me the strength to keep going yeah. um, because I couldn't do it on my own and um, but I think sometimes we need those deep spaces to push us out of our comfort zone because I don't know about you, but I, I, I'm scared of the deep end. Even right? in water, I'm scared of the deep end. I don't like the ocean for no reasons whatsoever. <laughs> I don't like it. There's, I've never had a terrible experience, but I want to have ocean. a terrible experience. I'm scared of the swimming pool, the deep oh, end of the swimming pool. I can like, see the bottom of the, of the swimming pool, but I feel you. <laughs> no, the deep part. Like, you know how I feel like you're doing laps and you have to go to the deep end? True. Oh, I can yeah, go really so like much that. faster. Don't like True. it. Don't like it at all. When the bottom falls the out. drain down there just yes. no, don't like it at all yes yeah <laughs> one time I um this was before kids but I was exercising in the water with my friend who was a lifeguard and um she knew all about like just like how to do um all sorts of exercises in the pool and so she's like let's try some weights I'm like cool okay I'm really <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah do let's do it and there were these ankle weights Oh. And we strapped them on, and I sunk to the bottom. Oh I slipped. God. I went right on that hill, Kate, and I slipped all the way to the bottom of the deep end. Oh. And the water was just like, it was like, like I mean, just the weight of it was just over my head. And I remember looking up, like the light was just getting further and further away. And I'm like, that's it for me. I guess I'm done. Oh. <laughs> the drains got me. <laughs> It won and I'm out. <laughs> and then my friend like reached down and like came down like I told you she's like right. she came and was like she's like what the, what are you doing? And I was like I was just gonna say goodbye. Like, the drain got me. And she's, she's like, like you're not drowning today. Let's she's go. Like, well, you have to kick off the bottom. And I was like, oh, okay. She's like, or you could have taken off the weights. I'm like, right. <laughs> I did have solutions. Dang it. <laughs> How often, like, in life are we just, like, going towards the drain and yes. we don't think about these things? I know. Like, the solution driving skills are so huge. Yeah. You know? No, it, and not that, not that you don't have them because <laughs> you do have them, you know? But there are so many times that you're like, nope, that's it. I'm out. I'm out. You I'm done. I'm tapping out. You can't see anything to be grateful for. You can't see anything yes. that could be life-saving in that moment. Um, and that I just... There's always something. You're never put in any, any space alone. Like, God has walked every season. Mm-hmm. He is with you. He's been there before you. He's going to be there after you. He's there. And whenever he's there, there's a way out of whatever it is. Right. And so just what... This season, I just challenge you to find something deep to be grateful for. To just go to that space, head towards that dream, <laughs> kick off the bottom, and just kind and of push up. push up and hold on to that gratitude because that's really what's going to float you to the top. Yeah, it's it's the gratitude is something that you know I always see people do gratitude journals. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's on my list, on my list. I feel like some things I'm just going to die, and I'll be like. There'll be like a little list next to my bed and there'll be like gratitude journal and my son will be like, yeah, she never got to that. (laughs) I mean, she was grateful, but she never got to that. I'm like, I know, it never happened. Um, And and I I even think about, you know, coming out of the the COVID that we were in and the lockdown and all of that, like how many things uh, that I was deeper grateful for that I didn't even realize, Mm -hmm. you know, in that time frame. And and something that I, I found I had missed a lot was, like, hugging. Like, I still don't hug 
mm-hmm. my family members like I used to. Mm-hmm. And we see my in-laws and my mom all the time. My mom, they're in our bubble. We are with them 24-7. We've, like, never left them. Mm-hmm. Um, and my father-in-law is pretty high risk. But, uh, you know, I still catch him, like, sharing a drink with the children. I'm like, can you not do that for <laughs> God's sake? Like, we're all really working hard to not do this, yeah. you know? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, and so that hugging, though, mm-hmm. that energy transaction for me is really yeah. missing. And sometimes I'll, like, catch myself, like, going to shake someone's hand. I'll go to, like, shake their hand, and I can clearly, visibly tell that they're like, ugh. Not I'm like, oh, my bad. I'm sorry. I, oh, I forgot that wasn't a thing, you know. No, it's, it, takes some, like, yeah. it takes some practice to kind of, in this new space, like, we're just floundering. Retraining. Retraining. Yeah, absolutely. It really does. You know. But, yeah, no, it's, it's just so true but um just this gratitude i think is the it's like the key ingredient to joy though it is i don't think we can have joy without gratitude like i don't think it exists like you have to have that gratitude and um one thing that i kind of uh, encountered in my walk is that joy is really like a it's like a buoy um that whenever when life is trying to pull you down gratitude and joy will just pull you right to the top again it's a slippery bugger. It is. <laughs> but it will pull you to the top. And so whatever it is, just hold on to it with all your might. If you can find something to be grateful for, because the deeper you go, the more of an impact, the more nourishment, the more that's going to feed you. Yes. Because, I mean, that's really what we need. Um, we don't need to live in this poverty where there, of life where there is no joy. Right. Because we're surrounded by things to be grateful for. We just all don't always see them. And it could be that we are so privileged that we don't have it, like, we're not, we don't see it because we haven't really been in a situation where we didn't have that before. And that's right, we were talking about, like, with COVID, it yeah. uh, has certainly given us appreciation and a gratitude for things that we took for granted. Right. And things that we felt that we um, had so much control over. Yeah. And, you know, but there also have been things in my life, though, that... Um, really when I realized I had no control over it, that that is where like the true gratitude really kicked in. Um, so listeners, I, I have, uh, twins that were born prematurely and, um, they are miracles. Like, I mean, they were, they were born into the pregnancy. And so we spent a long time in the NICU. A lot of prayer warriors came to our aid and, um, they're amazing little beings like they Mm -hmm. really are but they're just they're different um they have different personalities different needs and um just they bring different things to our family and to our community and I will say that I am so grateful that my other kids my older kids get to see what it's like to live with someone with a disability or what what is what we consider a disability it's just a different ability it's not and um I never thought I would be so grateful for that experience for them because it teaches them to really see other people. It teaches them to just to, to be engaged and to understand what empathy is. Yes. And I, it's one of the most grateful, like it's one of the, the things I'm most grateful for in my parenthood is that I can raise these beings that know that God loves everyone. And that means you need to love everyone. Absolutely. And I think that, for, on that space, what I've, what I have loved about our friendship mm-hmm. is that our children mm-hmm. have truly become like good They're buddies, good friends. You know, yeah, and they really it. enjoy each other and love each other. And um, their love language of Nerf guns. Yeah, that's how I grow. We 
can take and fishing. We'll and take fishing. that. <laughs> fishing and Nerf guns. We're all about that life. Uh, my kids wouldn't know any other life, so if yeah. they <laughs> don't know anything else. But um, what I dig about that for them is something I was telling my mom the other day. I was like, I probably need to like steal Jack more uh, because he's such a good fit for both of my children. Mm-hmm. And often when your kids have friends over, like the child only plays with the friend that they came oh, with. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, and Jack is so good. And I think it's because of having three sisters, who, you know, who also have boundaries and who have things that exceed often some of their other generalized peers yes, you know absolutely, and yes. needs that ex- exceed that and you know I've, I've had a lot of really great conversations with my oldest about um just experiences in the world and how to um one of the things that had stuck stood up stood out to me a long time ago that you had said was about going to an elementary school in your community for like a, a cookies with santa mm-hmm. and not being able to get to the second floor because it was only stairs and there was yeah. no elevator and that has, like, resonated with me so far beyond probably what it should. Yeah. It, like, really sticks with me, like, how often the world is just not equipped for people who are in it in the way that they need it to to work for them. Yeah. You know, and, and when I look back at God and the Bible and I see so many people who say, well, it doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. I don't like going to mass because it's boring. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like going to mass because all of the priests are men. I don't like going to mass because I don't understand what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't fuel me. It doesn't light me up. And guilty. Guilty as, like, I have said those things. <laughs> I know. I have said those things. But that within that difficultness comes a strength and and a um, rise Mm-hmm. that I think when we are differently abled, we can also be differently abled within the word of God and with our relationship with God. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And it, it's, um, it's also, it, it's encouraged me to be a voice for those. Like I, because before I, I didn't. Advocacy have, girl. Advocacy, and I, I actually was wondering like, why don't I have any friends myself personally that are different? Right. Like, why, why, how did I let this happen? Um, so it certainly has been, um, something, but I've seen a lot of people come up and stand beside us and be like, you know what, that's not okay that mm-hmm. you guys couldn't get to that, to that activity. Um, we couldn't go outside because the, um, part of my kids' conditions, they can't get wet and it was raining and it was just like that whole fun thing for them was off limits for our entire family. And just seeing the, the community come beside us and be like, no, that's not okay. Yeah. Um, they're part of us too, like part of our community too. It was just really cool. Um, but it certainly doesn't feel good to be in that space, but I know that, um, it needs, it, it's a God given gift to be able yes. to do that, you know, yes. to be that voice, to be that person, uh, you know, he's always working for the ones that, um, uh, that are, are meek or lowly and that's the, that's who he goes after and, just um, to humble yourself to be in that space has been huge for me. Um, I don't always do it gracefully. <laughs> I don't always feel like the world is fair, but it sure as heck has given me this drive to just show my kids that uh, we need to see everyone, love everyone, and see that people have abilities that that may not be they we may not ordinarily recognize. Yeah. But God has given them those gifts for a reason because our world and our, his people need them. Need those gifts. Absolutely. You know, which is so key. And that's something I'm grateful for 
you know, in our relationship and in our friendship. And, and we sort of became friends in this weird roundabout sort of way. We <laughs> did, yeah. <laughs> it's been years. I think we had a, I had a childhood friend. You had a college roommate. Same person. Um, and uh, just sort of, like, connected as, as the world has gone on. And, and something I've never really considered myself. I've always considered myself an advocate. Oh, absolutely. Always. I would say 100%. that's definitely a word that I would use to describe you. <laughs> I have always been an advocate. But what I haven't always been is necessarily an advocate for Jesus. And and I think that as I have grown and aged, people have, have – I'm getting a mixed vibe from people in regards to uh, being like, well, you just need Jesus on your side, girl. You know, and sometimes I make these jokes about it because it's just easier that way. Um, but to be considered one of the more religious people in the circle – hasn't ever really been my vibe in that way. And uh, it's been really fun to sort of flip the grid in that way. And something I think that I've always learned in the business front and in life in general is that if I'm working against God, it's going to implode every single time. Mm. Whereas if I'm working with him um, and for him, it seems the doors just open, open, open. And I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) All right, here we go, you know. But it takes so much courage to enter that space. So I just admire that so much because um, there's just so much rejection that comes from that, like from being an advocate. And I mean, how often would we rather just, I mean, I hope that that's not the case, but I know that it is, especially in my life too, where we'd rather just keep things cool. Like just, let's let's not mess with things. Let's just keep status quo instead of, um, really going going after it. Um, I uh, At the conference I went to last month, they talked about how social media is the new way of spreading the gospel. Oh. And I think yeah. I texted you at the conference yeah, and was like, did. must yeah. set a date yes, for did. the podcast. <laughs> because I was like, yes. I get, I hear that. You know, I hear that. And, um, and, and podcasting is something we've kind of talked about. We've thrown this around for a couple of months. And then finally I just was like, let's do it. Let's mm-hmm. make it happen. And I do think that there is an opportunity to create a voice for mothers um, and women to really come full circle on your daily life and, and how uh, and, and the messages that you hear, mm-hmm. you know, and we want you to hear messages that you can take this conversation and walk into your community, your friend circle, your family and leverage to have a discussion, to have a conversation um, to, to discuss this outside of just this one incident. Mm-hmm. I, don't want, I don't want any of the things that we talk about to ever just stay within our conversation. So if you listen and you know us in real life, like, talk to us. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if you see us somewhere, talk to us because we want to continue to have these conversations. And gratefulness is something that we want um, everybody to be able to say, like, you know, I'm truly grateful for, and it be that deeper-rooted beyond I like your shoes you know I'm really grateful that you wrote about your uh journey to God you know during your during the twins being born and and those early days because that was really impactful and I think that a lot of times when we're speaking or we're writing we're really doing for ourselves to to put it out there you know and to process Mm -hmm. but again that stone that we're throwing into the pond of life is so much bigger than us and has such greater impacts and when you think about um, what we can do, it just feels so small. Uh, like, at least from my perspective, like, 
I mean, just showing up each day is kind of, it's a lot for me, you know? Yeah. And so um, just whatever you can do that's even small. Like for me at that time, like, I'm like, I don't know what else I can do. I'm stuck in bed for months living mm-hmm. in a hospital. All I could do was write. And not even that some days. Like some days I didn't have any to write. Right. And, um, but just how, like, you know, it goes to that story of like how, Jesus, like they had just this small amount of food, like the you know the bread and the fish, how it was multiplied. If you take something small that you can do, it may actually. If you give it to God, if you give thanks mm-hmm. and you give it to God, it can be multiplied in someone else's life. It can be that life giving food in someone else's life that you had no idea that they even needed. Yeah. Um, so that's just been something that really has been. Um, it, it encourages me to be obedient in my callings, um, even when I feel like but I've got nothing. I don't have much. I don't have much to give. Just knowing that he can take that, multiply it, and do his will with it is huge. And so that's just so much to be grateful for in and of itself. Ugh, love it. <laughs> I love it. All right. So next month, we're going to talk about some Advent stuff. We're going to talk about some probably some more nourishment because that's always top on our list. And um, we're going to keep rolling around this gratefulness. So engage with us on social media. Feel free to comment, hit us up, anything that you're thinking rolling around. And uh, we look forward to uh, connecting with you guys more in December. We're so thankful for you guys. Take care. I got to get over there.